The Zodiac Killer is a well-known name. There is so much mystery and talk surrounding the Zodiac Killer and his letters. It's a wonder how it took us so long to even crack the code on some of those letters. But even though we've now cracked this code, and they now have a name they believe is the killer's, this case still remains open and unsolved. Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host, Lulu, and it's great to see everybody again. How was your guys' weekend? Are you ready for Monday? I'm not. I know on Friday we talked about that annoying stuff that happened, and I got, you know, some of that taken care of. Some of the bank stuff is hopefully taken care of now. Obviously, the lawyer stuff isn't. You guys, I've been doing the lawyer thing for about a year, so that still might hiccup me every once in a while. But so far, it looks like everything's going good and okay, and, you know, we're just going to plow right on through this. The waterproofing is done. Thank God, you guys. We can move on with stuff. I'm so excited. I didn't post any of the waterproofing on TikTok. Uh, My waterproofing guy obviously wasn't comfortable being on TikTok, which is perfectly fine. We respect his privacy. And so, you know, I didn't post any of that but I will be posting when we insulate it and put the walls up. I am so excited. I'm going to be posting all the rest of that. I've already got some stuff I've made for props and backdrop pieces, and that is also really exciting to me. But yeah, basically that's it. Nothing really new. We talked on Friday, so I don't have a big update for you guys, but I did want to let you know I do have my dogs out. Usually they're either outside or in the cage while I'm recording. Um, And that's just because my dogs are pacers. They pace around all the time. It doesn't matter how much energy they get out or how tired they are. They just pace. And I have hardwood floor in my house. And so when they pace, you can hear them walking around and flopping on the floor. And sometimes my German Shepherd groans in the background. So if you hear any weird noises, it's probably the dogs. And I will try my best to record around them. But, you know. I want to leave them out because they've kind of been locked up all day because I ran around a lot today, so. But anyways, I'm going to give you guys the quickest recap, so buckle in. Here we go. In the first two episodes, we talked about the Zodiac Killer. He is an unknown killer. He had a list of victims and another list of possible victims that were never connected. He was leaving phone calls to the police station. He was sending notes to the police. He was sending notes to newspaper companies. They were covering him, trying to find out who he was. They had a handprint from him. He made, you know, some phone calls, whatever. They had all of these police sketches, these pictures. They basically had everything they needed to catch this man, but they still could never catch this man. On top of that, they actually ended up driving by him one day after he killed a cab driver, but because somehow the dispatcher got the description of the man wrong and told the officer that was looking for this murderer who killed this cab driver, this dispatcher told the officer that this was a black man and the Zodiac was not you know, a black man, he was a white man. And therefore, when this officer drove by him, he ended up driving right by the Zodiac Killer and he just walked on to murder another day. 
These murders seemed to stop, so did the letters and everything else. So they were unsure if the Zodiac Killer died, stopped murdering, or just got bored of playing the game with the police and stopped telling them when he murdered people. Super quick, brief update. If you have not listened to part one or two, go listen to those now. If we cover it all, we'll be here all day, and that's why I just wanted to give you just the quickest rundown. Now, if you also remember those letters sometimes would have coded stuff in them on top of that some of them had ciphers and things like that well they were able to decipher i think just one of these letters and the rest of them were never able to be deciphered because he didn't really use the same code we left off last time with the fact that it took over 50 years but a team of private citizens in 2020 would crack one of these coats and that's where we're gonna start today when the team would crack this code this letter would end up reading i hope you are having lots of fun trying to catch me that wasn't me on the tv show which brings up a point about me i am not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner because now I have enough slaves to work with me where everyone else has nothing when they reach paradise. So they are afraid of death. I am not afraid because I know that my new life will be an easy one in paradise death. Even though they finally cracked this code that everybody was working so hard on, it obviously didn't get them anywhere closer to the killer. They already knew that the man that was referred to on the TV show wasn't him. They tracked that down to the mental asylum, to that one person who was desperate to be part of the case. They knew it wasn't him. Then, in October of 2021, a team of over 40 cold case detectives would call up law enforcement one day and inform them that they had identified the Zodiac Killer. The Zodiac Killer was believed to be a man named Gary Post. This man, unfortunately, died in 2018. And they said they found some evidence and photos in his home to prove that he was the Zodiac Killers. And the scars that Gary Post had matches the scars in all of the police sketches. If that wasn't enough, they also told police that when they took his name and removed the letters that were in his name from the notes that he had sent, that was the cipher and that is what cracked the code and that is how they were able to read the messages. But it was discounted and the authorities and the FBI still have the case open claiming that none of this is proof that Gary was the Zodiac Killer. A lot of people believe that this is because the authorities have a different person in mind. A man named Arthur Allen. Arthur also is dead and he ended up dying in 1992 from a heart attack. He was interviewed by the police just days into the beginning of the Zodiac Killer's killing streak. And they would not 
leave Arthur alone. They were sure that Arthur was the killer and they had conducted several searches of his home to try to find anything to pin him to the Zodiac killings. But they never found any solid proof. A lot of the evidence that the authorities claimed they had was hearsay. For example, one piece of evidence was how one of his friends had called up the police and informed them that Arthur had talked about murdering people and going by the name the Zodiac Killer. Then there was a man that got shot and survived who positively identified Arthur as being the man who attempted to shoot him. But it sounds like Arthur weighed a hundred more pounds than the Zodiac Killer when he was being spotted. Therefore, there was no way he could be the Zodiac Killer. I don't feel like that difference in weight can just be discounted. There is no way that you're going to say to somebody, oh, this man that attacked me was 150 pounds, you know, 5'2", and get it 100 pounds off. A man that is going to be 150 pounds compared to a man that is 250 pounds has a complete different body type. And I do not think you can just mix those two facts up. One of their other reasons was that Arthur owned the exact same typewriter that was being used to write the non-handwritten letters that was being sent out to the authorities and the newspaper. It wasn't all the time that they got handwritten letters from the Zodiac, they did end up getting some typed one, and this typewriter matched the typewriters that the authorities were getting these letters from. On top of that, I guess he lived kind of close to some of the victims, and that is another reason why they believed that Arthur was involved. As you can tell, there's a lot of little things that kind of make him a person of interest, but not really a lot of hardcore facts. Because they had these, you know, gut feelings early on, they were able to do those search warrants we talked about and they didn't find anything to tie him back to the Zodiac killings. They did, however, find proof that Arthur was sexually assaulting a 12-year-old boy and he would end up being sentenced for that. He would not spend very long in prison before Arthur would end up hanging himself just after two years in prison and dying. Once he was dead, they decided to take some evidence off of Arthur before disposing of his body. And later down the line, the authorities would take some DNA samples off of the envelopes that they had confirmed came from the Zodiac Killer and they would end up running them against Arthur's DNA. But when this would come back, it would conclude that they were either A, not a match, or B, was inconclusive. Then they decided to study Arthur's handwriting and match them to the Zodiac Killer's handwriting to prove that Arthur was the Zodiac Killer in that way. But they were not a match. The Zodiac Killer's handwriting did not match Arthur's handwriting. But even with all of those things discounting that Arthur was ever involved, and, you know, this cold case team that is like, hey, we have a name named Gary Post, and he matches the police sketch. He is the one. 
the police are still hard set on Arthur being the Zodiac Killer. Early on as well, there would be another man that people believed were involved and the authorities believed he could have been the Zodiac Killer. This man's name was Ross Sullivan. This man did look a lot like the sketch of the Zodiac Killer, he did match some of the scars, and he would actually go missing for several days at a time, not usually telling people where he was going and showing up later down the line. They were able to see that when Ross would go missing, a couple days later, somebody would also go missing, a letter would arrive, or somebody would end up dead, which is why he became a person of interest. When they began to look into Ross a little more, they also discovered that Ross had the exact same boots as some of the boot prints they had found at some of the scenes after the Zodiac had murdered somebody. They would end up printing his photo off and putting it in a police lineup to be positively identified by a couple of these surviving people that had been attacked by the Zodiac killers. And one of them confirmed that Ross was the man that attacked them. But even with that, because the rest of the surviving victims could not positively identify that Ross was the man involved, this led them nowhere. They could not confirm that Ross was involved and they also could not discount it. The only one they seem to be discounting is Gary Post. A lot of people believe that Arthur Allen was the man that murdered everybody. A ton of people have theorized that Arthur Allen was the Zodiac Killer, giving proof to their audience as to why they believe that is the case. He died in 1992, like I said, and it was never confirmed that he was the Zodiac Killer and he's never been officially linked. On top of that, in 2014, a man claimed that his father named Earl Van Best Jr., I think is how you say it, looked exactly like the police sketch and that he had to be the Zodiac Killer. This wasn't really followed up with and that kind of just lays as a dead end. Another man would come forward and claim that his friend named Louis Myers had confessed to him that he was the Zodiac Killer before he ended up dying in 2002. He even claimed that there were certain events in their friendship that matched events with the Zodiac Killer, but there was no hardcore proof that's not been connected, and as far as we know, that's another dead end. The most believable theory that most people do believe is that Gary Post is the Zodiac Killer. I personally believe this theory. A big part of this theory is that you have to have his full name in order to crack the codes the Zodiac Killer sent years ago. To me, that is proof enough that Gary was the killer. But the fact that even after all of that, the things that they found at his home tying him to it, his name, his picture looking exactly like it, including matching the scarring, and the police have kept this open, is making people skeptical. Of course, some people believe that it's left open because the FBI does not want to give credit to those 40 cold case detectives that cracked the code. 
They don't want to tell them, yeah, you're the reason that we found the Zodiac Killer because it's such a big murderer and unsolved case. And to the people that believe that this is the case, they say that the FBI likes to have hardcore evidence from an outside person in order to close a case and basically give them credit. And even though they have the name, it is not hardcore enough evidence for the FBI to conclude that Gary Post was the Zodiac Killer. Gary Post had actually been questioned during all of this. And even after the questioning, they said that he wasn't involved. They wrote him off as a suspect. So could that be another reason why the authorities and the FBI do not believe he's involved? Because they have some reason that they're not telling us to prove Gary's innocence? And is it possible that maybe Arthur this entire time was the Zodiac Killer? had been following this case and following which persons of interest there were and who was being interviewed. And when he heard of Gary Post, just decided he was going to frame him. If you think about it, that's kind of genius. If he were to literally just put the name of somebody else that looked similar to the killer as the code to all of his letters, that is a genius way to frame somebody. And it could be entirely possible. Maybe Gary Post isn't the Zodiac Killer. Maybe he is a man that just looks a lot similar to the Zodiac Killer and was the unfortunate one that the actual killer decided to pick his name to be the key in cracking the codes that he was sending the authorities. At the point that this case is, I don't know if it'll ever be officially confirmed. Unless they have some DNA or hard evidence, the authorities might keep this open forever. I wonder if it's possible to enter the DNA from those letters if they still have a usable sample into some sort of genealogy file to see if maybe there's some descendants of the Zodiac Killer and then maybe they can follow down that family tree and link it to one of these men that they talked to. I don't know if maybe they've already tried that and they've just gotten nowhere. Do you think that it's Gary Post? Or could somebody else be involved? Could somebody have used his name to try and throw authorities off and frame somebody else? The murders only happened a little over 50 years ago. Could the Zodiac still be alive? Because if he started killing in his 20s or 30s, it is entirely possible that the Zodiac Killer hasn't died yet. And maybe one day, soon, we'll have an answer. There may be false or misleading information throughout this podcast. All facts have been researched to the best of my abilities, but accidents do happen. 
If this is a story you are interested in knowing more about, I highly recommend doing your own research. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.